Hello and welcome to Orpheus Talks. My name is Daniel Giraldo and I will be taking you through episode 3 of the key events beginning May the 2nd. We start with the key issue which is Ukraine's IT army who severely disrupted Russia's alcohol distribution industry. Ukraine's IT army staged a denial of service attack against Russia's unified state automated alcohol accounting information systems portal, severely disrupting the distribution of alcohol across the country. Alcohol producers in Russia are required by law to register shipments on the portal, and as a result of this DDoS attack and the subsequent inaccessibility of the portal, several alcohol producers in Russia had to halt shipping and lower their production rate. While this incident is unlikely to have a long-lasting impact, it showcases how coordinated activist actions can impact the operational effectiveness of organisations. And this is not the first time Ukraine's IT army has attempted to target Russian, Russian companies with a DDoS attack. We reported on March 11th that Rostec, a Russian state-owned aerospace and defense company, announced that its website was taken down due to a cyber attack. The firm asserted that Ukrainian radicals were responsible for the operation and admitted that its website had been routinely targeted since Russia's invasion of Ukraine in late February. We know for a fact that Ukraine's IT army posted on Telegram encouraging their followers to, to attack Rostec by listing a number of websites and IP addresses from which they could launch... DDoS attacks. These DDoS attacks typify the role of hacktivists, the important role by hacktivists in the Ukrainian-Russian conflict. And this can be seen by Anonymous's role, as they have targeted several Russian state-owned companies, including Transnet, Russia's state-owned pipeline, Rosnet, the largest oil producer in Russia, and various other Russian government and media outlets. Anonymous typically posts the leak on Twitter a few days before, before releasing the da- before releasing the data via DDoS Secrets, which is an open source website committed to sharing information that they that they feel should be publicly available. Our cybercriminal reporting this week also focuses on tar- targeted ransomware, and also highlights how, due to the nature of ransomware as a service model, victims could be extorted by two distinct groups. The name of ferry services company Attica, for instance, has appeared on both Conti and Hive's leak websites. While tentative, it is likely an access broker provided entry into Attica's network to Conti and Hive, or that an affiliate of the two groups deployed both strains to maximize ransom rewards. This latest compromise adds to Conti's growing list of victims, which, which also includes Costa Rican and Peruvian governments. The ransomware campaign against Costa Rica has led the country to declare a national emergency after Conti published 672 gigabytes worth of data belonging to government agencies, while the United States has offered a $10 million reward for information on Conti Group members. We assess that the shift from targeting private sector companies, companies to foreign governments, albeit those with a weaker cybersecurity posture, shows that Conti is emboldened by recent successes and has calculated that these ransomware campaigns are worth the increase in law enforcement attention that is highly likely to follow. Similarly, the Conti Trickbot Criminal Partnership appears to have developed and has started using a new malware loader. Dubbed Bumblebee, the new tool was likely developed as a replacement for a bizarre loader, Trickbot's former signature loader, to ensure operational resilience. Bumblebee's increased use coincides with the so-called Conti leaks, the disclosure of the group's chat logs, which included details pertaining to bizarre loader. This week's Nation State reporting exclusively focuses on China and the country's very varied espionage efforts. 
two Chinese units were observed engaging in political intelligence collection. The, unit esp- the espionage unit, NACON, has resurfaced after a 12-month hiatus in a campaign that targeted a Southeast Asian country. Meanwhile, an unnamed activity cluster associated with China's People's Liberation Army has targeted Russian government entities. NACON's re-emergence suggests that, despite its absence, it remains focused on acquiring political intelligence on behalf of the People's Liberation Army. We anticipate that the South Asian region will continue to remain a strategically important cyber espionage target for Beijing, resulting in multiple China, China-based units conducting stealthy and long-term intelligence collection operations. Lastly, we will focus on the Chinese-based espionage unit Motion Dragon, who has targeted the telecommunications sector in Central Asia with variants of PlugX and ShadowPad backdoors. Researchers assess that this likely this campaign likely supports Beijing's intent to gather intelligence and intellectual property in support of its economic and political objectives. Motion Dragon abused antivirus products, including products from Trend Micro, Bitdefender, McAfee, Symantec, and, and Kaspersky to perform dynamic link library search order hijacking, a technique commonly used by Chinese threat groups. As the AV products run with elevated privileges on Windows operating systems, sideloading a hijacked DLL allows Motion Dragon to execute code on the infected machine with minimal restrictions and potentially evade detection. We have also seen the backdoor PlugX recently deployed by Chinese espionage group Mustang Panda in espionage operations targeting Russian military officials and European diplomatic entities, as well as the Vatican. However, Motion Dragon has used the PlugX variant tracked as Talisman, which has already been submitted for research, which differs from previous variants used and suggests that Chinese espionage groups are looking to constantly develop their espionage capabilities to evade detection. The PlugX variant on this occasion has been tracked as Talisman, which suggests which suggests a difference from the previous variants that have been used and, sh- and also shows that pr- Chinese espionage groups are looking to develop their back doors to evade detection, but also to give them increased capabilities in future operations. Thank you for listening to episode three of Orpheus Talks. Further intelligence updates are available on our website, orpheus.com. Please feel free to tune in again next week for further intel updates. Thank you.